Being an author is 4% talent and 96% not being distracted by the internet. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. I write books with serious titles like I used to have answers, now I have kids, and who put the skunk in the trunk. But sometimes I wonder if I would have sold more books if the titles were How to Make a Million Bucks in Three Hours or Seven Secrets to Understanding Women in Three Minutes. <laughs> Choosing a book title is like naming a child. Once you do, there's no turning back. Name them badly and no one will open the cover or take them out on a date. Here are some books my son insists that I read. I hope you manage to get a smile out of a few of these. Parachuting by Hugo First. The Lion Attack by Claude Yarmoff. Claude Yarmoff. My Life of Crime by Robin Banks. Losing Your Balance by Eileen Dover and Phil Down. Things to Do at a Party by Bob Frapples. Bob Frapples? Oh, Bob for Apples, okay. I Eat Only at McDonald's by Tommy Ake. I Hate This Job by Ike... Wit. I quit. You've likely heard the saying, don't judge a book by its cover. In other words, don't enter a room full of strangers and quickly weigh and measure them by their clothes, their jewelry, their grins or scowls, their hairdos or hair don'ts. It's easier to draw negative conclusions than assume the best about others. The great pastor Harry Ironside told of a man who set sail for Europe on an ocean liner and found he was to share a cabin with a complete stranger. When he met the stranger, he had serious questions about his character, and he decided to leave his gold watch and other valuables in the ship's safe. I'm afraid the man I'm rooming with might not be a very trustworthy person, he told the one in charge of the safe. Well, the man started to smile. I'm glad to take care of your valuables, he said, but the other man left his valuables with me for the same reason. <laughs> in Matthew 7, Jesus said, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Jesus was not advocating a lack of moral accountability because we are called to correct and encourage one another in love. But he was reprimanding the hypocrisy of the Pharisees who were so quick to see the glaring sins of others and so slow to see their own faults. I too am a recovering judgeaholic, but miraculously God is working on me, chipping off the edges, reminding me that while I look on the outward appearance, God looks on the heart. A month ago, I was sitting on an airplane and found out that my seatmate had a foul mouth, a cranky face, and some funny-looking fluorescent sneakers. Let me make it clear, this was not my wife. The sneakers were what got me, really, because I've sometimes said, don't judge a man until you've walked a mile in his sneakers. So I took a risk. I smiled and said, hey, how are you doing? This sparked an hour-long talk. Mostly, I listened. My seatmate battled depression. He'd been hurt by people in the church he attended and hadn't been back for a while. By simply listening, I gained a new friend who later told me in an email, I'm back in church. Like you said, the people here aren't perfect. They're a little broken, like me. Thanks for the talk. You have no idea what it meant. The next time we're tempted to judge a book by its cover, let's pray that God would give us a profound love for those who are different from us. Remembering that they are made in the image of God, deeply loved by Him, and they are our neighbors. Whatever words they're saying, whatever their countenance, whatever sneakers they're wearing. Speaking of sneakers, my son says I really need to read the book, How I Won the Marathon by Randy Holway. <laughs> I don't get it. Ran the whole way. <laughs> Ran the whole way. Ah, that's funny. 
We all love a miracle story. So this Easter season, let's rejoice in the most wonderful miracle in all of history. Our Savior conquered death and made a sacrifice that changed everything. Because He is risen, we can enjoy an intimate relationship with God that will last forever. Isn't that a cause for celebration? Happy Easter! And remember, you can support this ministry of hope and joy at laughagain.us. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life.